Welcome to the Garage Guys Report, motorsports news for you. Welcome to episode one of the Garage Guys Report, motorsports news for you. I'm your host, Chase Holden, otherwise known as Garage Guy Chase. And it's a special day because it's the first episode of the new and improved Garage Guys Report. And what we're here to talk about is everything that's happening all over the web, all over the world in racing. It's not just NASCAR, it's IndyCar, it's Formula One, Netflix, it's late models, it's sprint cars it's all of it there's just so much happening on nascar twitter and all over social media with race fans that the major networks just won't be able to keep up but guess what that's what we're here for that's what the garage guys report's going to be for so not only myself will be finding these stories but i'm hoping that you help out along the way and you don't just have to be in the discord to get a story to me if you're not a discord fan or you don't even know what the hell discord is if you find something interesting just send it over to garageguysreport at gmail.com or if you have thoughts or just something that you want to say on a weekly basis as long as you get that call in before sunday night just call the hotline 919-769-4477 that's right we have voicemails on this show I want to hear from you. I want to know what you're thinking. You might have something to say on a tip line that turns out being something incredible. Rumors. Starting shit. I don't know. Whatever it might be. Just call the number. We have a hotline. We have email. We have a discord. There's all kinds of ways that I can get this news out to the world. And if you can be a small part of that, that's what I'm hoping for. So now that that's out of the way, it's time for reports. On Sunday, Kyle Larson took home the giant moonshine still from North Wilkesboro Speedway for winning the 2023 NASCAR All-Star Race. He also took home a million dollars. Man had bills to pay. I don't know when the Spirit of God jumped into the five car, but it did. He blew away the competition. It wasn't even close. I could kick myself in the ass a million times for not betting on him, But to be fair, his car looked like dog shit whenever we saw practice earlier in the week. Now, yes, he did win the truck race, but it's a completely different thing. It's just not the same racing. The Gen 7 car puts on a complete different show. And every other car in the field looked pretty normal and typical for a short track, except for Kyle Larson's. Some of the other drivers were making jokes saying it was the Louvers. Some people were just saying that's Kyle Larson. But the main thing here is, what the fuck was in that car? This is what Kyle Larson had to say after he won the race. Um, that was old school ass whipping for sure. You know, we had a great car in the long run there and um, was just thinking that for sure there's going to be a caution, right? You know, I got out to a big lead and I could see everybody's cars are driving like crap in front of me. But uh, I'm not going to lie, I fuck with a cocky and confident Kyle Larson. It honestly reminded me of another person that I find just genuinely hilarious. I'm the man who has the ball. I'm the man who can throw it faster than fuck. 
So that is why I am better than everyone in the world. Kiss my ass and suck my dick, everyone. I'm not saying Kyle Larson is watching Eastbound and Down, but it sure sounded like a different Kyle Larson that we have heard this year. And I love the personality. I love seeing that come out of a driver. That's what NASCAR needs. And we're seeing a lot of that. We saw a lot of it this past weekend, honestly, in North Wilkesboro. I, for one, loved the environment. Watching it on playback.tv slash garage, guys. That's a plug. I watched it. We saw it. It was amazing. It was surreal. But let's be honest. The Gen 7 car definitely needs an upgrade for short track racing. If anything, I've been very vocal about how I feel thinking that NASCAR should be promoting the hell out of mile-and-a-half tracks because that's where the best racing is with this car. I know they're going to get it figured out. It's going to take some time. But tonight, Kyle Larson made it look like the car isn't the problem. It's everyone else not being Kyle Larson. Two men decided to get into a real-life slow-mo fight in the stands, probably drunk as shit, and I couldn't have been more excited. We got the whole package, guys. We got it all. But let's just take a look at these two motherfuckers trying as hard as they could to just get the better of one another. This fight screams, beer is running out of my pores and I need to go to sleep. I mean, they look like two fucking high school kids that just joined the wrestling team. The man looked like he just got done receiving the Holy Ghost at a Pentecostal church after this, for God's sakes. Man's tired. Needs to go to bed. From what I gather, the reports have shown that the guy in the white shirt went to jail, so he will definitely be having all of his lucky charms that are dry without milk eaten by a random guy that probably robbed a grocery store nearby. Earlier on Sunday, Ty Gibbs and Michael McDowell put on a little show for everyone on the track as Ty Gibbs tried to get around Michael McDowell, and Michael wasn't having none of that shit. A lot of folks will say that these are probably the two so-called most Christian men in NASCAR. Here to break down the incident between these two godly fellows is a man that I am proud to have on the Garage Guys Report. And we're giving him the title Race Day Analysisor. Please welcome Notorious Bad Boy from the Winston Cup era, Kip Richards, driver of the number 100 Purple Pontiac for Team Pangus, representing the Team Pangus name. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Kip Richards, driver of the number 100 Purple Pontiac for Team Pangus, representing the Team Pangus name. I was a very notorious driver. From the year 2001 to 2002. And I lost my ride after that year for starting various fights and other incidents on the racetrack. I'm very privileged to be here to break down racetrack incidents and be the official analysis or of the Garage Guys report. Before I begin breaking down this little scuffle we have between Ty Gibbs and Michael McDowell, I'd just like to take a, a sip of my drink here. 
Recently, I've started drinking caffeine again, and I've chosen Barks. I used to drink Sprite, but I chose Barks. And my friend said, Kip, why don't you just drink some root beer without caffeine? And I said, well, you just don't understand. They said, what don't we understand, Kip? I said, because Barks has bite. Now, let's begin our breakdown. As you can see here, Ty Gibbs was just trying to drive and lead the way, similarly to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, trying to break way and lead. Michael McDowell, however, had other plans. And you can see that those plans landed him in the arms of Satan. Now, let's assess the aftermath. After Ty Gibbs successfully got around Michael McDowell, Michael McDowell here decides to go full Judas and keep Jesus Christ from leading the way. Little did he know that the Lord always finds a way. Kind of like Ty Gibbs and how he was able to move forward to the 2023 All-Star Race at North Wilkesboro. Many people may say, that Michael McDowell is just a little upset that he is no longer the star Christian in the sport of NASCAR. I, for one, agree, based off of what we have seen here today. So, remember, if Jesus tries to lead the way, don't be a Judas. Just follow him. Fantastic breakdown, Kip. And now, on to voicemails. All right, so we have a lot of voicemails to get into on the first ever Garage Guys report. I'm excited. Let's go ahead and get to our first one. Man, Chase, this is first Ted Lasso calling hammered from uh, somewhere in the great TriStar. That was an ass whooping. Kyle Larson skull fucked everyone into oblivion. I had no Kyle Larson. I don't know if they have fancy louvers. The hell with the louvers. Where, where, he was, had a 13 second lead at one point. Blaney sucked. Oh, Busher Suarez, what happened? Suarez 33 to 1? Pain. Pain. Oh well. North Wilkesboro, that's how that track races. Dollar races, all-star races at short tracks suck. They always suck. But don't blame North Wilkesboro. Just blame this car and blame 200 lap races at half-mile tracks. Y'all have a good evening. Our first voicemail of the show is from our uh, our good pal Spurs Ted Lasso, who was definitely as hammered as the two guys fighting in the stands at North Wilkesboro. Um, hate that for you, man. I know uh, he's talking a lot about betting. He's also drunk, so there is that. But he's a great guy, and I know him. He's just upset. Short track stuff. Couldn't agree with you more. On to the next. This is Dr. Pickles coming in from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, I just want to let my girlfriend let you know how she felt about that race. Baby, let him know. Fuck Period. Thank you, Dr. Pickles. Appreciate you and your girlfriend 
and her passion of hating Kyle Larson. Yeah, this is a rowdy calling in from uh, South Carolina, Greenville. Um, and I just want to say, NASCAR, what the fuck is this Is this next-gen car? This car is absolutely awful at short tracks. I mean, look, I'm glad we brought North Wilkes back from the dead. But when we got the truck series put on a better show than the Cup, this is god-awful. I mean, at least we have to pass it in the truck race. But good Lord, does this next-gen car absolutely Suck donkey balls, as Kyle Larson would say, because Kyle Larson says balls in his interviews. It sucks donkey balls at short track. I mean, it absolutely just kills the short track product. Please, for the love of everything, fix the short track product. Donkey balls. What a quote. Thank you for your passion and your time. What is up? It is Keith uh, from New Jersey. Um, just got done watching the race, and I thought it was rock solid for what it was. We know the short track package isn't great with the Generation 7 car, but the whole lore behind North Wilkesboro finally coming back and putting on a great crowd, tons of fun, and it gave you that old-school 90s feel. It was like getting sent back 27 years in time. So... Really, really awesome. I hope that NASCAR works on their package. And how about Kyle freaking Larson, man? He said that car was dog crap. And that man put a Jimmy Johnson level ass kicking on everybody. So, hope to see Wilkesboro back and uh, love what you guys do over Garage Guys. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I-, I wish you would have had a different type of comparison than Jimmy Johnson there. I feel like there's a lot of other cool drivers. You probably could have said that he put that kind of an ass whooping on, but uh, yeah, the environment was great. Can't can't deny that from everything that I saw online. Appreciate you calling. Hey fellas, this is Dylan, uh, baby Dylan underscore one on Twitter out of Nashville, Tennessee. Love to see what y'all are doing, but I mean, we can all agree it looks like Larson was just shot out of a fucking cannon, man. Um, and really, those are, those are my thoughts. Um, I'd like to see him go back to North Wilkesboro. I like the idea of it, but as far as the on track, uh, it was lackluster. But uh, we still hit that Larson live, 7-1, uh, to one, so we're grateful for it. But uh, y'all take it easy, and uh, we'll get it back next week at Charlotte. It's a big one. There you go. I'm glad you got to hit Kyle Larson live, baby Dylan. Congratulations, and I hear everything you're saying there, man. Thanks so much for calling in. Hey, man. This is Bill from Billville. Listen, man. As soon as Kyle Larson got that sponsorship of ramen noodles, we should have known. It was a sign. Whether you bet the man and he loses on the last lap, or you forget the man, and he laughs half the dang field. It doesn't matter. You're eating ramen for a week. These performances by Kyle, to the naked eye, to the average observer, appear to be a deep-seated, underground conspiracy to boost ramen sales. Now, I'm telling you, between losing bets and eating ramen all damn day, my sodium levels are at an all-time high. 
my doctors are concerned. My family is concerned. God dang it, man. Fucking dinner's ready. Lime shrimp flavor tonight. That's a taste of defeat. Uh, Bill from Belleville. I'm out. Bill from Belleville, you are so far my favorite voicemail on this show. The the ramen noodle Kyle Larson thing is so accurate that I, it, it hurts. And the fact that the man, this man had the ramen noodle going off in the microwave at the end of the voicemail was just a cherry on top. Bill from Belleville, never change. Continue to call the Garage Guys Report. Thank you. My name's Tommy. I'm calling from Roanoke, Virginia. Just want to give my opinion on the race tonight, the all-star race. Uh, the fact that it was in North Wilkesboro, you know, a, a throwback, that part was awesome. The track is awesome. I love the tire wear. But damn, was that race brutal. That was a brutal race to watch. And I even feel sorry for the broadcasters. Fox Booth is sitting there putting up SMT data of Kyle Larson and Bubba Wallace trying to make something interesting. And the SMT data, the ghost cars, are driving the same exact line, making the same exact pace. NASCAR has to do something about this next-gen car on short tracks. This package sucks. I was outside in my garden throwing dirt in my eyes because that felt better than watching that race. Love you guys. Keep up the hard work. You guys are awesome. Appreciate the comments and the fact that you would rather throw dirt in your eyes in the garden than watch the race. It really speaks. It really speaks. Uh, thank you for calling. And, yeah, I thought it was pretty funny how they had, like, that one clip in the entire race where they tried to have Bubba and Kyle running together. It's, like, the only thing they could do for animation. So, yeah, great call. Sorry, I hope that you wash your eyes out, and I hope that they're okay. Yes, hello, Garage Guy. This is Curtis McDuffie calling you out of Alamo, Texas. Uh, what could I say? I'll tell you what. That that was a uh, snoozer right there. I, that race right there, that was that down put me to sleep by drinking some Miller Lots. Hell, I don't know how long I can watch a race like that. But it ain't it ain't the driver's fault. It ain't nobody's fault. Just uh, man, we wanted some old school racing. We got that. That's for sure. You take it easy now, garage guy. Curtis McDuffie, it is so good to hear your voice. For those of you who probably have no clue who Curtis McDuffie is, if you watched Bringing Winston back last year, he was a weekly regular caller with voicemails. One of my favorites. Great to hear from the legend, Curtis McDuffie. Um, and, yeah, Curtis, we, we did get some good old short track racing tonight, just like in the old days. And that's what we saw. So glad you're calling back, Curtis. Keep calling. Don't stop. Chase, it's NASCAR Titan Greg. All I got to say is that was a thing that happened. Peace out, man. That was definitely a thing. Give it up for NASCAR Titan Greg calling in the Garage Guys report. The man himself. Read all of his articles each week. He's one of the one of the the men of myth. Dailydownforce.com, the Garage Guys betting articles. That's where you can find his stuff. A legend of the game. 
Hey guys, this is Eric Amaroli. I am also known as Eric Amaroli on YouTube. So if you want to subscribe to that, you can. But anyways, for anyone that didn't battle Morrison in this race, you are a freaking idiot. You are literally a dude. You're stupid. If you didn't bet on Morrison in this way, if like dude, if you didn't bet on him in this race, you're an idiot, dude. Anyways, uh, shout out to Chase. Tie time, baby. Let's go. An interesting turn of events, Eric Amaroli. You just said shout out to me while also calling me an idiot. Because I didn't bet on Kyle Larson to win the race. Thanks. But 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 you did say tie time, so I know who you are. This is a kid. I bought a tie for this man. A garage guy's tie. He's gonna wear it in his uh in his yearbook photo, apparently. So can't wait to see that. Thanks for calling me an idiot and also giving me a shout out, Eric Amaroli. I appreciate you. Kinda. Yo, the name they gave me is Austin. I'm in calling from sunny Daytona Beach, Florida. I have no idea what I just put my coins on. I've never seen anything like the all-star race at North Wilkesboro. So many guys self-imploding. Byron was up there early. He shit the bed. Hamlin was up there early. Looked fast. He shit the bed. Everybody's shitting the bed. Bell's going to the back. Here comes Larson from the back. I don't know why I bet on anything other than the rocket ship with the five on the side. But anyways, I'm fucking here in the in the ramen noodle aisle trying to find something to eat. And I think we're going to get it done next week, though. Uh, Coke 600. It was always Charlotte Motor Speedway. Yee! Ends it with the yee-yee. You know, when that voicemail first started, I immediately was like, this dude is high as fuck. Austin definitely seems like the kind of guy that hits the ramen noodle aisle for fun on the weekends. But in all seriousness, everything you said was true. We, we, all sh we, we, we should have known better. We should have been able to see the future, Austin. I'm just playing. Austin, thanks so much for calling. Keep calling, man. Don't stop. One more voicemail to go. This is Stephen McCall. I'm calling from West Virginia. Huge, huge, huge garage guys. And want to give out a shout-out to Chase. I told you I was four pina coladas deep. Let me tell you something, son. It's not going to pour itself. It's 10.19 p.m. Kyle Larson in victory lane. I hit me a bag, son. I've got bills to pay. I'll see you on Monday. Hell yeah, Steven. The energy in that. Dude said, I got bills to pay, son. Hit him a bag. Four pina coladas deep. I remember seeing Steven's tweets earlier uh, on Sunday. That's awesome shit. Man, that, that, was, that was great. That was great. So glad to have voicemails back. With stock car racing out of the way, there's only one other type of motorsports that it's time to talk about, and that's open wheel racing. The 107th running of the Indianapolis 500 is quickly approaching, and I, for one, cannot wait to watch the race. It is one of the most insanely wild things you will ever see in your life. If you've never been to Indianapolis Motor Speedway, you've never 
seeing an Indy 500 in person with your own eyes, I highly encourage you to make that happen at some point in time. Next year is going to be a great time for NASCAR fans because Kyle Larson will be running. The man spent time in Indianapolis this past week, went and won a NASCAR race. Maybe he got the speed from being there on Gasoline Alley. Who knows? All I know is that that race changed my fucking life forever in 2021. So that's why this segment exists. Some sad news did develop at IMS. One of the drivers did not make the cut, and he lost it to his own teammate, and his name is Graham Rahal. His teammate, Jack Harvey, ended up bumping him out and taking the spot to go push forward to the Indy 500. What's crazy about this story is not the fact that one driver got in and one driver didn't. It's the fact that his father, Bobby Rahal, who is also an owner of the team, was bumped out 30 years ago to the day. Now, if we're looking at 30 years ago, and then 30 years in the future, and then your son is experiencing that same pain, you might be cursed. Your family could be cursed. You probably want to get some sage. You want to, you know, clean your area. You know, maybe call a witch doctor, someone that knows voodoo or hoodoo. Just some recommendations. It's kind of very specific for years that we're looking at there. Plus the number three. We all know about threes, man. If you look back in time, threes... Just crazy shit happens with threes. I don't know. Uh, I don't really know what else to say. Jack Harvey himself had a quote in a Yahoo article saying, Today felt like we were in the Hunger Games with our own team. The only difference in that, Jack, is that you're not trying to murder someone. So, great comparison. But, you know, it's got a sting, right? I mean, this is the biggest race of your series. The biggest race in the world, to be honest. And to be a driver that is a legacy driver, your father to own a team, it sucks. I hate to see it, but that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. You know, another thing you can look at is the other name in your team, Letterman. That's right. In Ray Hall Letterman Racing, there is a Letterman. Maybe you should change it to Ray Hall Leno Racing. He had a better Tonight Show, and he probably has a lot more cars than David Letterman. I'm sorry, that was mean. David Letterman's a good guy. We like David Letterman. He's cool. Best gap-tooth dude I know. That was fucked up, too. I'm sorry. That's going to do it for me here at the Garage Guys Report. Again, I'm Chase Holden. You can follow me online at Garage Guy Chase, and I want to thank you for checking out what's happening in the world of motorsports with me. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Let me know that you enjoyed what you watched. Also, if you want to get involved, we have multiple ways for you to do that. Check out the free Garage Guys Discord. It's free. I don't know if you've heard, but it's free. You can email me at garageguysreport at gmail.com. And don't forget to call the hotline each week. 919-769-4477. Or for those of you that remember when letters were also on number pads, 919 919- 769-GGRP for Garage Guys Report. Can't wait to see what comes next week from everyone watching and for everything happening in the world of motorsports. This has been Chase Holden with the Garage Guys Report. Motorsports news for you. We'll see you next time.